Morning to you. Morning. Happy Monday. How you doing? Great. How was your weekend? Great. Oh, my gosh. All right, Tony. All right, Tony the Tiger. <laughs> How about a little bit of football? Yeah, wow. lots of football. Wow. All right, well, that's uh, where we're at. And we're set for Super Bowl 58. Pre- pretty good games, right? Yeah. Yeah, they were good games. I mean, they may not have come out the way you uh, had hoped. It was kind of pulling for the old underdog, uh, pulling for the Lions to head to the Super Bowl, but... Uh, they didn't play the game that they needed to play, you know, and San Francisco did. And same thing with the Chiefs and the Ravens. I, uh, you know, some people might wanted to might want to see the Ravens, and but the Chiefs just kind of outplayed them, uh, in my opinion. That was just sort of how the way it worked. I don't think it's one of those uh, things where at least I didn't see like, well, if it wasn't for that just one call, or you know, um, I just think that. Um, uh, you know, the, the team that got the most points won. That's usually what happens, so Dave. <laughs> <laughs> you sure do look pretty today. You sure do look pretty today. Hey, all you Monday morning secretaries out there, y'all look pretty. Look you, at you. You sure do look pretty today. Your little skirts and Dave. your little aprons. Hey, you look pretty, too. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, man, it's, uh, it's a beautiful day. We're going to have a beautiful day. A uh, little bit of haze coming our way, but it's a beautiful week. We still have a um, chance for people to win in our strong VW Super Bowl pool. Yeah, uh, you could win up to $3,500, depending on the score of that one big game on February 11th in Las Vegas. And we're kind of into the final stretch of that, uh, too. We've got right? about 25 more squares to give away. So that's one more. I mean, Probably isn't, finish we out the, the week, the with, week the, with it. Yeah. Our last square. No, uh, pretty cool, and a chance for you to win a good chunk of money. Uh, we are also um, uh, there. There's other things going on, I know, but uh, it's a secret right now. We can't tell you because it's not up on the whiteboard for us to read yet. Congratulations to Jennifer <laughs> Hudson. Hudson. <No. laughs> <laughs> of Sandy. She won our Miranda Lambert flyaway, so she'll go see one of the last dates of the Velvet Rodeo Tour. Pretty cool. Hey, it's uh, today's puzzle day. I love puzzles, Do but you? I don't remember the last time I did one. I have one that was given to me as a white elephant. Because? Uh, for Why is it a white elephant? Well, it, because it's 500 pieces and it all looks like this. I'll have to show oh. it to you. One of the, It's one of those. The, you know, the, the colors are very similar and literally the people who gave it out said hey we started this thing we worked on on it all weekend we got the border and that's it (laughs) (laughs) and then we're giving it back uh or giving it to someone else to um to do and i knew that you loved puzzles and i was going to give it to you but um uh the the i'm I'm frustrated enough i don't need that (laughs) The theme of the puzzle was a little religious, and so oh, wife, it was. Yeah. So anyway, <laughs> well, yeah, well, I figured. <laughs> like, what do you mean? What is it? Well, I was, uh, it was a, I don't know. It was like a picture of, um, a religious setting. Okay. Uh, so and, oh, I got gotcha. you. And I figured that, um, you know, some people might not appreciate that. So I. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So I thought one of these days, my wife and I are going to tackle that sucker. 
We're just going to well, put that out on the table and and just do it for a while. Maybe sit around with some corn chips today. Yeah, I know, and, right? And put your puzzle. It's National Corn Chip Day today. And then yell at people who are on our lawn. Yes. Right? <laughs> Be kind of curmudgeon-y. Yes. It's curmudgeon's day. So that is a good day to actually do a puzzle and have some chips and yell at somebody, you know? Perfect. I kind of found that myself just driving to work this morning. I was sort of a curmudgeon. Because I had one of those guys that for some reason, uh, y- y'all ever get this when you're driving where somebody will be going and the, they're, they're in the left-hand lane and it, and they were in a uh, Mercedes SUV and they had a little University of Utah plate on, you know, little customized thing. And they uh, got on the same place that I did in Draper, uh, on Bangor and Draper there and... And I'll be danged if they uh, went all the way over to the left-hand lane. And then every time I would, and they would go about 75, you know. And and I'm not, you know, look, people, some people are, well, it's beating That's them at 70, good, you know. And, uh, but, <clears throat> so I went over and I kind of uh, snuck over into the HOV lane when, not the double lines, waited for the appropriate time. Went over there, and as soon as I started to pass that, sucker would pass uh, speed up on me. <laughs> and I thought, you little bugger, man, you know? And so, <laughs> uh, and every single time, and I would get up, and I, and I, and I, even shameful to even say the speed limit, but I got up to like 86 miles an hour, and I, and again, you know, and this guy is like, you know, and he's, he is not going to let me into that left hand lane for nothing. Um, Hello, friend. Uh, yep. So I was uh, saying good, good afternoon, afternoon all the way. Uh, and then as soon as I got back over and tried to pass on the other side of the lanes, he'd do the same thing. But whenever I got back over into the fast lane, he would slow back down. <laughs> and I thought, you are a uh, Monday morning gem. All right. Well, there's a few things for you going on. Uh, and we appreciate you being along here this morning, Monday. Uh, any fun things over the weekends? Weekend? Uh, I was at NPS. That was fun. Yeah. Uh, went to a birthday party. That was fun. Went out to eat. That was fun. Yeah. Uh, vegged out a little bit. Watched some football. That was really fun. Yeah. So I had a good weekend. How about you? Weekends were made for fun. Yeah. I went up and hung out in Heber for the weekend. Uh, oh. Man, it was just nice. Uh, just chill and I wore out the recliner. I can tell you that. <laughs> Except I am, I'm not one of those people that can sit still for too long. And so I, I would get up and I'd wander around. Then I'd sit back down and get up and wander around. And then by about the third or fourth time, uh, my wife goes, you, you want to get out? <laughs> Do you want to go somewhere? And I'm like, yeah, you know, I think I'm going to go down to Smith's and just shop. Think we need some milk, and so I'll go down. You know, anyway, I'm just one of those restless type of people. And it was such kind of a nice day, too. Uh, it was hard to stay indoors for me. Hey, we're going to uh, talk about how some Super Bowl stats coming up. Um, and uh, they say that how many of these Super Bowl watchers won't know who's playing until it actually starts? <laughs> and you might be surprised at how what that percentage might be. They'll walk in, they'll get their plate full of shrimp, their wings, and their seven-layer bean dip. I'm just here for the food. And they're going to sit down, they're going to go, who's playing? (laughs) (laughs) And that's all right.
George Burge on the Z. Happy Monday. What's the date? The exact date. Welcome to January 29th. What's so special about today? It is National Puzzle Day today. It's puzzle time. Next puzzle is a riddle. That is just a piece of the puzzle. It is National Puzzle Day. Life is a puzzle. Sure is a puzzle. Happy National Puzzle Day. It's showtime. Well, teams are set. It is showtime. Couple weeks away now. Just less than a couple weeks away. Super Bowl 58. Uh, and uh, the poll found that, this interesting, one in 11 viewers, one in 11 viewers will have no idea uh, who is playing in the Super Bowl until they turn on the game, which, you know, that's okay. And I, and, and look, I know there's people out that are going, my gosh, we're not into it. I don't uh, care. I don't I'm just care. here for the wings. You know, seven layer dip. It's just another day. I'm probably going to be working, doing something. Who knows? I know that every year, though, and uh, sometime at least within the next two weeks, we're going to talk about a poll. I I know we will. That will say how many people think that the day after Super Bowl should be a holiday. You know, why don't we combine President's Day? With, right. Uh, why don't we just move President's Day, or move uh, move the Super Bowl? Yeah. I think that'd be a great Weird, idea. Weird, right? I just I came mean, up I just that on my way into work today. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute. I thought you brought that up last year. <laughs> Didn't you? Uh, but, uh, the average viewer will only watch 29 minutes of the game itself. One in six said less than 20 minutes. Each quarter is 15 minutes. So unless there's overtime, that's 60 minutes of gameplay. The whole event lasts three to four hours. But w- the average viewer only watching 29 minutes of the game. Now, only a third of Americans can name last year's Super Bowl champs. It was the Kansas City Chiefs. They've now been in it four of the past five years. They've won two of those so far. Uh, So it could be one of, you know, and I know that some people will have that. Well, they already won. They've already been. And I don't know. uh, You know, it's really tough to, when you start going, let's just eliminate somebody because they're good. If you won last year, you can't win this year. Right, yeah. yeah. It's like. What do you have? Only a two-term win. Uh, you only have a two-term win in the Super Bowl, and then you're out. <laughs> you can't go anymore. But you know that that's not the way sports works. And and some people will argue it's the same way with the New England Patriots and Tom Brady. And everybody started thinking it got old after a while that you know he was winning so many Super Bowls, or they were. You know. Now a lot of us uh, just want to socialize at Super Bowl parties. But 77% of us agree it's rude to stand around and gab near the TV. 23% of us apparently don't think that's rude Mm. to stand around and gab near the TV. Because I guess people want to hear. I mean, there's more than just watching. You want to hear the commentators. You want to be the armchair quarterback. Sure. You You want to hear. Sorry. That's okay. Yeah, you want to hear Tony Romo talk about (laughs) uh, his, you know, Travis Kelsey's, you know, or Taylor Swift's brother-in-law, his brother. Because uh, there's been a couple of times, and I don't know if he's messing with people or if he really is just kind of caught up in the fact that he thinks they're already married. He's made two references now already about you Travis's know, wife. Yes, Travis. <laughs> <laughs> and that uh, when Jason Kelsey was up there, well, yeah, his brother-in-law, her brother-in-law up there, you know. <laughs> anyway, uh, it's kind of funny. Now they also say that hosting. Uh, party and thinking of upgrading your TV, well, uh, the top things people will buy before hosting a Super Bowl party will include a new grill, 
a new TV, new dishes, because you you got to pull out the corningware, the best of the corningware. It's paper plate day. What I'm thinking, Super Bowl is paper plate day. But uh, and then a new couch or maybe a recliner. Uh, The food very important. Seventy seven percent of us say good food and good snacks are essential for a great Super Bowl party. The top five Super Bowl snacks in order are chips, dips, hot dogs, pizza, and burgers. Wow, uh, interesting wings. No wings. Didn't make it in there. No seven-layer dip. No. Yeah. Well, I mean, they talk. maybe that falls in dips. You know, but still, I'm like, I'm surprised that wings didn't make that in the the top. Uh, Tyler Bunker said that's in our new contract. the, our union added the day after the Super Bowl as an optional holiday. Uh, Joel Florea says my company has the day after the Super Bowl as a paid holiday. That's killer. Starting this year. That is killer. That is amazing. That's awesome. Yeah, you should shout out to your company um, if you want to. So there you go. A couple of little uh, Super Bowl stats for you to pass along and have fun with. Man, uh, it, just in talking about all that food, I also I just became sick. I think that I already have that full feeling just talking about it. That's how crazy it is. Because I don't know about you, but I never keep track of my, you know, like, well, I better have two more shrimp. Then I'm, <laughs> let's, and then you go back and you're trying to remember, did I already have some beans and some dip? And did I, It doesn't matter. Some, it's Super Bowl. Get what you want. Did I already have the th- that's four why, slides? That's why we all need the day off, because yeah. we're all full of Super Bowl food yeah. and tired. And we need the we need the Monday off. Only had four slices of pizza. I can fit in another couple. <laughs> ah. All right, welcome back. Time for the pledge. We're going to hit the phones. Who is this? This is Carrie Beeson. Good morning, Carrie Beeson. Good to have you along. Now, is your team in the Super Bowl? Or, nope. Or, oh, who are you? Who did you want? My husband is an avid, avid Detroit Lions fan, oh. and it just broke my heart. That was a tough one. Missed it by that much. It was. Man, I'm telling yeah. you, do you feel like it was just a a bad game or I mean or do you feel like gal oh, they they had some opportunities? They should have just went for those two field goals. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that was a yeah. that was a heck of a, a gutsy call and I mean, at least the game, if everything else would have stayed the same, if they would have just done the field goal at that short range that they had, it, Two of them. it at least would have been a tie, yeah. And so, yeah. anyway, yeah. yeah. Well, look, um, maybe another year. Maybe it's they're, uh, they're going to come back, who knows, next year and exactly. try to hit it again. Uh, well, let's yep. go ahead with our pledge. We appreciate you um, jumping in here. <laughs> Uh, do you want to do any shout-outs okay. before you roll with it? I want to shout-out to my husband, Marty Beeson. I love you, babe. Sorry they lost. Oh, I love Aww. that. Did you give him a little smoochy-smoochy and consoling last <laughs> night? You know, we've been married almost 39 years, and that was it was tough on me. It was tough. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that is. I mean, it, I, it, I had a few tears in my eyes. Yeah. No, people are, I mean, you, you get passionate about it, and, man. Yeah. And then, uh, how about the other game? Uh, let's see, where were we? Uh, okay, this was the second game. I'm getting them mixed up. Yeah. Oh, 17-point def- uh, uh, halftime. Is that? It was, yeah. uh, you know, and then, yep. then to come back. back and yep. 
Yeah. Ouch. All right. Well, and my look. son's team is San Francisco, so. Oh, there you go. <laughs> yeah. Well, at least somebody's happy this morning, right? <laughs> yeah. Hey, on 7800, there's something big going on, just so you guys know. All right. 78th okay. and what? And 78 and 56. All right. A bunch of lanes are closed down up there. All right. Good to All know. Right. Okay. Lee may already be aware of that, but we'll jump to her here in just a little bit. It's all okay. time for the Pledge of Allegiance, and it's all yours. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the republic for which it's... But I don't believe you can keep America down for long. We're doing it for you there this morning, and our Pledge of Allegiance from Carrie Beeson, and condolences to her husband, Marty, who is in <laughs> really wanted the lions. deep depression. In North Bend I-15 through Utah County, off to a really good start this morning with really no major slowdowns or delays. With your traffic update, I'm Lee West. Thank you, Lee. You're welcome. Now, you're a cat lady, right? <laughs> yes, I like cats. Yes. Now, uh, they say that for 50 bucks, you can name a cat after your ex and then have it neutered. <laughs> oh, my gosh. No way. What, what a great idea. Hey, I might get that, a cat. That, that is, whoever is at the Humane Society was like, hey, let's do yeah. this. Here, Roland. Here, Roland. <laughs> An animal Here. shelter in New York, or excuse me, New Jersey, called Homeward Bound Pet Adoption oh is actually offering a unique service for Valentine's Day this year. And this is what it is. It really... <laughs> For a a $50 donation, they'll name a a cat after your ex and then just go ahead and neuter it. And look, this is a good thing. Keep your cat spayed or dog spayed or neutered. Old Bob Barker's, you know, theme for years and years. Now, men, they'll also spay female cats. (laughs) Uh, But the real appeal is getting to name a cat after a guy you hate and being able to say you just had his his baby makers lopped off. (laughs) (laughs) Now, the flyer they posted online says, new to your ex for Valentine's Day. Of course, that got some attention. I bet it did. Uh, because some things, uh, you know, be, and then it just goes on to say, because some things shouldn't breed. <laughs> <laughs> so there you go. Get a little bit of uh, sweet revenge. Now, dancing options to make LASIK affordable for almost any budget. So book your VIP LASIK consultation today. Take advantage of Hoop's February flash sale and start your journey to clear vision without the hassle of glass. Hey, are you thinking about me? Are you thinking about me? There you go, Morgan Wallen and thinking about me. Morgan Wallen, we talked about this last week. Uh, he did his best Taylor Swift impression <laughs> last weekend when he re-recorded one of his songs after his former label released old music without his consent. Uh, the new version is called Spin You Around 124, which Morgan wrote 10 years ago when he was first starting out. Now, I listened to all the tracks. I think I've listened to them before. Well, I don't know. Uh, Can you not tell any difference? It seems to me like the one we... I think they're good. I think they're... You mean the original or yeah. the... Uh, so? Yeah. But I guess, is is he doing this to for spite? I no, mean, to say, he hey, said, look, I'm not, you know. No, he said they were, he thought they were terrible, and he was afraid people were going to think it was, well, we can read about it. He said people were going to think they were new music from him, and they're they're really terrible, but. But re-recording them, 
is sort of his way of saying, I totally own them now, right? Well, he's the, the Taylor Swift thing. That's he's why doing the Taylor Swift thing yeah. where listen to my new versions, not the old versions. I don't want these guys that are releasing this music against my wishes to make any money. Hey, I just want one more shot to take your hand and spin you round and round this dance floor. Get you drunk on love like mine. My wind up and steal a couple kisses. Get your digits if I can find a right line. Well, you don't do feelings. So there it is. Uh, now, one of the cool things that come out of this is, was that Morgan donated $100,000 to the volunteer lawyers and professionals for the arts. It's called VLPA. Who would have thought? Vilpa. Vilpa, Vilpa, Vilpa. <laughs> uh, to, the, uh, to hopefully prevent this from happening to other artists in the future. He says, I want you to know this is not my new music, and I cringe when I listen to these songs. And I'm like, I think they sound good. <laughs> yeah. But uh, back to my tone deafness. Uh, they probably, I, I just thought they were, I thought they were okay. I listened to, which I probably shouldn't have listened to all of them, because when I listen to them, these yahoos that published them get credit for yeah, a, for a true, stream. True. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Anyway, there you go. And other news. This is not headline news. The San Francisco 49ers will play the Kansas City Chiefs in the Super Bowl in Las Vegas February 11th. Andy Reid says he's excited to find every all-you-can-eat buffet on the strip. The IRS launched its free tax filing pilot program today. It's a great service to use if you definitely want to end up owing money. Justin Timberlake and Jimmy Fallon brought the Barry Gibb talk show back to Saturday Night Live. It was either that or come up with something new and funny. And yesterday was Data Privacy Day, or as Google and the mother of all breaches called it, Sunday. This is not headline news. Look, I'm just excited to watch one more game with the Chiefs just so I can see if Patrick Mahomes' helmet falls off. Because <laughs> he has that puffy hair, and then he, uh, and, and it looks like it. And I told my wife, I says, look at this. And uh, does that look funny to you? And it's like, it, his helmet looks like it's barely on. Like, it's sticking way up above his head. I mean, look at me making fun of somebody who's making millions. I mean, I guess maybe I'm not really making fun of him. I just, it just looks like his helmet's not on all the way. Um, <laughs> so, <laughs> just, it's just odd to me. But anyway, they're a good team and and just super talented. And um, in case you were maybe just uh, living... A little bit uh, outside of the world over the weekend, uh, the 49ers and the Chiefs are going to be playing in Super Bowl 58. That's a lot of red. That is. Yeah. It's, I hope the red team wins. I know, right? Yeah. Uh, somebody's going to have to be white. Um, so we'll have to see how that all plays out. That will be at Allegiant Stadium in Las Vegas on uh, February 11th. Game time or kickoff. 4.30 our time. Oh, See, at least have it at 1 o'clock. Right? So we can sort of kind of digest all the wings and yeah. dip and everything by the time we have to get up for work on Monday. Yeah. But this it usually thing is gets gonna... over, I think, around 8, 8.30. It's uh, got to go at least four hours. Then you got to go to bed. Got to go to bed. Got to get up and go to work. Got to get up and go to work. There it is. Go to bed. <laughs> Now, maybe what you could do is if you get a little bored, you can actually uh, try to find a your nearest dance club in the nearest restroom. 
Now, don't all things sound better in a bathroom, right? Even when we sing ourselves uh, in a bathroom, it oh, seems yeah, like, oh, yeah, you always think maybe you could get a recording sounds. contract uh-huh. when you're singing in the shower. Yeah, everybody you're thinks. like, man, I'm really good. I'm super good at yeah. this. Well, that's what, the, uh, that's what they're saying here. Most uh, roadside convenience stores don't want you using the restrooms. And, uh, well, the feeling is mutual, but one of the chain, um, one chain is making their bathrooms a little bit more fun. Six hop shops, now these are located in northern Kentucky, have installed big red buttons in their bathrooms uh, with a sign saying, do not push this button. But there's also an image of their mascot, Hopper the Frog, winking, which signals that you could push the button if you want to. So if you do, it temporarily turns the bathroom into a dance club. With lights, including actual disco ball and music, the whole thing. A manager says the disco party bathrooms have gone viral on social media. They're such a draw, people are coming just to go into the bathroom. (laughs) She even says, I had a 60-year-old woman who came out of the restroom and told me it was the best day of her life. Wow. (laughs) (laughs) A woman proudly says she celebrated her 20th birthday by visiting all six Hop Shop disco bathrooms. Now, the idea was to do something unique to bring people in, and hopefully they'll make purchases while they're there. Uh, they started by trying it in one location last year, and it uh, seemed to be such a big hit that they put them in all six locations, um, which is kind of fun, and it sounds a little bit like this. One push sets the balls in motion and starts a party in the potty. They'll just burst into laughter, and then they come out, and they run out and grab family and run back in the bathroom, and it just brings a lot of joy. It's pretty wild, pretty fun time in there. It's funny. I love it. We had a 60-year-old lady that went in, and she came out, and she said that was the best day of her life. <laughs> well, she must, that nice? That's kind of setting the bar pretty low. It is, if yeah. that's the best day of your life. In the yeah. hop bathroom. All right. And, however, if you don't know what's going on in the bathroom and somebody came out and said that, you're like, wow. <laughs> I better go in and check I it better, out. I, better, I have no idea what she's doing in there, but if that's the best day of her life. Oh, I, I love to party in the party. The disco ball flash above the storm. If there's a drip, I might slip and end up with my head in the toilet. Just be careful. All right, ladies. Here's your question. All right. You have a problem with split ends. Yes. You do? Yeah, I just got a big time trim yesterday. So, uh, and that will help. Now, what causes split ends? Do you know? Just dry hair and heat. And just growing out? Yeah, they, they get, you know, heat on the end of them. They get damaged. The hair splits. It looks terrible. And then it looks like a broom after yeah. a while. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Well, if you don't trim it. Yeah. And my hair totally was looking like that. So I got, I don't know, like two or three inches cut off yesterday. Huh. Uh, it feels much better. That's weird. Is that something I'm supposed to notice? Because I, I didn't. You don't even notice that I had no. my hair cut? Uh-uh. Well, that's how you men are. I know. But believe me, you should notice. Or she's going to be mad the rest I, I know. of the day. I'm just, I hey, didn't... did you get your hair cut? It looks two great. Two to three inches? Your hair was two to three inches longer than it is now? Yep. Oh, my gosh. I really am not... Uh... At least two. I had at least two cut off yesterday. Hmm. Well, I think they have a little solution here. So let's check it out. Split ends. They can be harmful to hair, making it brittle, 
even broken. Now there's a revolutionary new treatment for split ends. The Terelco 3000 electric shaver. It gets rid of split ends by getting rid of the source, your hair. After only one treatment with the Terelco 3000, your split ends will be reduced 100%, leaving you smooth, shiny, and with three square feet of new tanning area. Mmm, pink! You'll also have no more need for shampoos or conditioners. Get the Terelco 3000 electric shaver and never have a bad hair day ever again. Hey, it is be... really tempting when you have a bad hair day. You yeah, just I go, bet. I just want to shave this off. Yeah, I bet. I don't want to do I'm so jealous of men. You can just pop in the shower. Uh, you don't have to do makeup. You don't have to do your hair. And just throw your clothes on and you're good to go and you look great. Yeah. But then you guys make up for us by driving us batshit crazy through, <laughs> throughout the rest of yeah, the day. Yeah, but we're just mad about our so... hair. So... <laughs> However, it will be uh, nice enough that if you do shave your head bald today, you might catch a few little uh, sun rays. Luke Combs' little mini story there for you, and uh, where the wild things are, his latest. So, uh, do you feel like you have a radio name? I'm not talking to you because you didn't notice I got my hair cut. <laughs> 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 a radio and, name? And here's the funny thing. You didn't know that I didn't notice until I said something that I didn't <laughs> I notice. I was just waiting for you to say something. <laughs> right. A so, radio? Like, uh, uh, so uh, some people might have, like, have you ever heard, we'll have people give us a call sometimes and they'll say, uh, my name is Star Davis or something, you know. I'm just making oh, something up, you like, know? Uh, yeah, Do you okay. feel like you have one of those radio no. names? Deb Turpin? Are you kidding me? I know. Same here. No. I mean, Dave Gunderson. It's like, phew, nah, not so much. Yeah, no. Like, you know, and it didn't make me, I didn't feel so bad that after, you know, David Letterman. Right. I mean, I could go by David Gunderson. It has all the same syllables. Yeah. Um, And so I... But I, it was always weird to kind of say David. It sounded like I was in trouble, you know? Yeah. David Gunderson. I have had people go, like, if a record label is booking Traveler, they're like, now is that your real name or is yeah. that your on-air name? I'm like, oh, Deb Turpin's my real name. Yeah. But I'd probably pick something different. If uh, Back in the day when, you know, remember 100 years ago in radio and, you know, we had Skinny Johnny Mitchell and Straight oh, yeah. Arrow and Lynn Lehman and... And we had, uh, you know... Wolfman uh, Jack. Right. They all had some kind of a name, you know. And so when I got my first... Well, it wasn't my first radio job. It was out of market. It was another... I, I And they when I got in there to that uh, market, they said, well, we really ought to change your name, uh, your last name. So it's, you know, kind of e- easier to say. Yeah. So what did they, did they I, so do? I went, so I went by Dave Scott okay. on the radio. Okay, um, that is that's snappy. That has a two rhythm. little. Yeah, that, I mean, that's two really, first names. Yeah, Dave Scott. There's a lot of that in radio. Yeah, Ryan Kelly, Michael Kelly. I mean, should we have had something like, uh, you know, they? I'm too, who else? Bobby Bobby. Is that real? That's not his real name, is it? Bobby Bones. Yeah, I don't know what Bobby Bones' yeah, real name is. Yeah, I don't know. But anyway. Um, so do you have a, here's a couple of, like Jimmy Walker. Now, wasn't that the guy that was the, in Car Wash? Jimmy uh, Walker? Jimmy Walker, he was on that 
Dynamite show. Yeah. Dino, I don't remember, remember what it's called. Yeah. A um, couple of other ones coming in here, like uh, Dan Daniels. I've got that buddy that I told you, you know, a friend of mine, Brad Bradley. That would be a good radio name, right? Yep. Brad Bradley. Uh, Bobby Porch. Sammy Stringer. Um, Ronnie Donner. (laughs) (laughs) I'd have to be careful how you say that. Uh, You have to make sure that it has two ends and not one in it. All right, while you're uh, pondering that, if you feel like you have a radio name, let us know. Uh, that that you That's actually your name, not not a fake one, not something, you know, what is your real name? Uh, you can go ahead and call text safely, 385-292-1043. Uh, let us know. Um, if we rewind just a little bit here, uh, there are a few more country artists. We were talking about how Morgan Wallen a few minutes ago, um, you know, is kind of doing the Taylor Swift thing where he's like, I'm going to re-record these things. He feels like they sounded horrible, these original recordings. There was also a financial thing that uh, he didn't pay attention to back in the day, and so now this person is making money off of these songs, and so he wants to re-record them and encourage everybody to listen to the the new recording so he gets the uh, money and the, you know, the well, credit for listening to those. There are other country artists that went through some drama with their record label. Say it isn't so. Kenny Rogers versus Capitol Records. Now, Kenny filed suit against Capitol in 2012, seeking $400,000 due to accounting errors and unpaid digital royalties the label had intentionally underreported. Now, Capitol and The Gambler... Kept it close to the uh, vest, though, and so nobody knows how it actually turned out. I don't remember that. I don't either. I don't remember they this one either. They must have kept either. it pretty close to the vest. Yeah, I don't remember this one either. Brad Paisley versus Sony Nashville. Brad Paisley filed a suit in 2010, claiming he was owed at least $10 million for unpaid royalties. Now, it's not clear whether the case was ever settled, uh, but last year, Brad announced a brand-new record deal with EMI Nashville, which is not Sony Nashville. Yeah, and why does this not surprise me, though? Because that is an area where, as an artist, there are so many middlemen and other places that that would be, it's a night. it would be a nightmare. You just have to hope you're getting what you're, yeah. what you're owed. Because who who is ever going to sit there and yeah. go through and try to figure out how many downloads and streams and how I mean, much are, and this? They, and, they do publish that data, but I guess you could try and calculate it yourself. Uh, every record label you can i don't know if you can subscribe to it as a person uh how many streams you had this week and where they were from and how they're but counted can't the, and, can't the label always have something though to say well well we have these costs we have these costs this stuff gets absorbed yeah, you know uh now this one uh, as I don't know why it doesn't really surprise me. Garth Brooks versus Liberty Records. This is uh, one is a little different because actually no suit was filed. Instead, Garth just sat in on the negotiations with his attorneys. They publicly butted heads for a while, but eventually came to terms on a deal uh, that won Garth a massive 50% royalty on each unit sold. And then we all kind of know about the Taylor Swift Big Machine Records deal uh, the fight was very much out in the open with Taylor and Scooter Braun going at it for years, but the Swifties triumphed 
She's been releasing re-recordings of her earlier works ever since. Do you think she's she's doing okay financially? I think she's all right. (laughs) (laughs) We don't have to start a GoFundMe? No. Since her era tour pulled in close to a billion dollars. Is that (laughs) what it was? Yeah, I think she's all right. Yeah. Poor thing. Yeah, I know. And now she's married to just a... Or not married, Dave, dating. There I am. Yes, doing, you're I'm, making David Romo. I'm, pull, I'm pulling the Tony Romo thing again here. <laughs> now she's dating a big slouch that doesn't have a very good job or doesn't pay very well. And yeah, I don't know. Yeah. It's all downhill. Yeah, just crazy. Jelly Roll, his latest highway to hell, halfway to hell, I mean. <laughs> I got it That's our up. show, got Highway it. to Hell. It's a highway to hell, yeah, you're on your way. Um, my husband has a radio name. His name is Toby Tucker. Uh, Wayne oh, Kerr. That is a good one. Uh, kind of a radio name. Wait, what was the last one? Wayne Kerr? Wayne Kerr. All right. Uh, I would, hi, Dave. I went to school in Richfield with Brad ba- Bradley. Is he the same Brad you know? It is. Yep. Uh, Good old Johnny Fever from WKRP. Uh, on 100.3 FM, Rusty Keys, real name. Yep. Over there at FM 100. That is his real name? Mm-hmm. Huh. Yeah. Um, crazy how that is, right? Um, and maybe you want to, maybe if you're thinking about that, maybe you want to uh, throw this in the mix. Um, what would you maybe radio would be something you'd like to do if you weren't doing stuff now. Like, for instance, uh, there were some reporters that asked the Pittsburgh Penguins players what they would be doing if they weren't pro hockey players. Um, Here are some of their responses. Uh, Very first one at the top of the list is what Deb has on her um, list. And that's what she said. We've asked this question before to each other. You know, what would you be doing if you weren't doing radio? Um, we've asked that question to artists before too. We've said, you know, we've said, Hey, if you couldn't be doing, you know, this, what would you be doing? It's the subject of doing this, that Luke Combs song. Yes. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. People asking that in interviews. Uh, vet, some of the responses included vet, psychologist. Uh, Yeah. Um, some sort of business, real estate. Some people will, or, or, uh, something to do with finance. Because I guess maybe what we do is we look at it and go, well, if I would have done this, if I would have been in finance, or if I would have known this, uh, I don't know if that would be a dream job. But if it's making you wealthy enough to where you can, or financially stable enough to where you can you know, retire early with a chunk of money, then finance would be a good one. Some of the players said a cook or a chef. Yeah. A firefighter. Uh, how about just be in a band? That seems to me like it's kind of a, a fun hobby to do, but um, there are some, you know, you'll see these parents sometimes when their kid has aspirations and they're like, well, that's great, but you know that not that many people go on to actually make a living at it, you know. You're trying to encourage them. You're trying to support them. And then on the other hand, you're like, uh, you know, it's probably it's kind of like my parents when I said I wanted to get into radio. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Some of the players said they'd be a carpenter or an architect. Right. How about a teacher? 
That that's cool. If I couldn't do, if I couldn't be a pro hockey player in this particular case, I'd like to be a teacher. Which I think, um, I kudos to the teachers. You know that I love, love, love y'all, and uh, and I appreciate what you do. And it also, I think, takes a special person to be a teacher. Absolutely. So you know, is. I don't think anybody could uh, just kind of jump into that role and go, "Well, I like to do it because." And here's the big thing: well, you get summers off. <laughs> you know, but um, anyway. Uh, somebody, some of them said zookeeper or dog walker. Yeah. Yeah. It, I mean, that'd be nice if you could make a buck at it, right? To be a professional dog walker. You think you could make enough of a living to be a dog walker? I mean, if you do it for rich people, I think you could. What do you think they pay? Just guessing. I have, I have no idea. What does a dog walker make? I have no idea. I'm guessing they would probably pay, I'm guessing on the rich side, $50 an hour to go and take your dog for a walk every day. Somebody might pay you 50 bucks. Uh, they said uh, the top earner, this is in Utah, okay, okay. Uh, hourly wage, top hourly wage is 20 bucks. annual salary $42,000. Oh, you got to go on a lot of walks, though. How many yeah. walks do you got to do? Uh, you're going to have to work 40 hours a week to pull yeah, in that kind of a salary. Yeah, you're going to have to be walking dogs all day long. So you can't, it can't be for just the one person. It's got to be, you got to be jumping all over the place, right? Oh, for sure. You know? Yeah, you got to have a clientele list. So uh, what would you do, or what do you do now, and uh, what do you wish you were doing might be the question that you could ask yourself and chime in on. Kim Massey said I would be a sports bar owner. Uh, Rusty Nielsen said plumber or semi-truck driver. Okay. Uh, not a radio name, but I went to a therapist. His name was Rich Tripp. Oh, Rich That's Tripp. A, that'd be a good that is radio good one, name. Yeah. Uh, the morning you, trip. How do you guys not get the joke about Wayne Kerr? Wanker. Oh, I get it. That's fun. I have one. <laughs> okay. I are one. Hey, uh, uh, Lisa Houghton says, don't, oh, don't, never mind. I can't read it. Don't say right. my name. Yeah, don't say it. Hey, and this ties in just a little bit. So I want to cover this real quick here. Uh, states that have been raising the minimum wage to help just good old regular folks in the environment. And this kind of ties in with maybe what we were talking about, a dog walker or something. Maybe you'd like to do something else that you were not doing now. Uh, you might want to consider these top 10 cities if the minimum wage is kind of a big deal to you. Now, these are cities and counties that have set the wage higher than their state's minimum wage. Coming in on the number 10, El Cerrito, California, comes in at $17.92. Uh, San Francisco has set their minimum wage at $18.07. Denver, $18.29. Sunnyvale, California, eighteen fifty-five. dollars A lot of California. I mean, they about, they own half this list. Uh, they also own uh, Emeryville, California at $18.67. Mountain View, California, eighteen seventy-five. West Hollywood, $19.08. SeaTac in Washington, $19.71. Seattle is just three cents shy of $20 an hour at $19.97. And Tequila, Washington, $20.29. Highest hourly minimum wage in the country. There you go. So consider if you do want to be a dog walker, you might want to move to uh, Tequila, Washington. <laughs> Walk dog.
Because maybe they uh, pay a little bit more there. I also know that I'm surprised that uh, some of the places like back east, like Connecticut or something, didn't make that list. Because the cost of living is so stinking high from what I understand in some of those areas. Everything's out west. Nobody nobody back east trying to up the uh, hourly minimum wage in their state. Yeah. It's going to cost you four thousand dollars to rent a one-bedroom studio apartment, but we're still going <laughs> to. It's like, how do you have m- enough money to have a pet? I like, know, we don't right? care. Kick. Luke Bryan on the Z. Morning. Happy Monday. Uh, This is Tammy. My maiden name was Tanner. Growing up, I wanted to be a country. Growing up, I I was a country music fan. Uh, So I never liked how my complete name sounded. Now I think Tammy Tanner is a great country musician name. Great name, right? It's like Tanya Tucker. Right. Tammy Tanner. Tammy Tammy Turner. (laughs) Tammy Tucker. Uh, there was a DJ on another station named Emerson Biggins. Okay. Okay. Uh, if I wasn't a concrete guy, we also asked you if you weren't doing what you would do, what you're doing now, what you would do. Uh, I'd have a sugar mama and do what she asks. (laughs) (laughs) I like it. Uh, if I wasn't a mom, I wanted to be, I want to be back in the military coming in from Hannah. Uh, I've been an executive assistant for 20 years. Now I'm a tax-free retirement Professional doing what I love. Oh. Oh, you must have not withdrawn all your uh, uh, simple IRA funds uh, slowly over With all of the fees and penalties. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, I'd like to draw out $6,000. What's my uh, final check? (laughs) 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 $2,500. (laughs) It's like, you mean to tell me I take out 6000 but I only get to use 2500 of it? Uh, yep. Esther Christian, uh, she said, my name would be perfect for a religious station. And that's her Wait. real name, Esther Christian. Uh, oh, yeah, that's right. Uh, and she also said I'd be Sister a... Sister Christian. I'd, yeah, I'd oh, be a therapist. Uh, Tyler Bunker, I would own my own wing restaurant. He works for Pace and Sheet Metal. Um, I do social wing, work. Wing as in what do you eat? Wing restaurant, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I do social work with kids instead of driving truck. Oh, these are good ones. Yeah, they are. I want to own a shop that specializes in car customization. Uh, Wyatt Rindlisbacher. If I wasn't a plumber, I'd want to be a fly fishing guide in Montana. That'd be cool. You know why is it that life? We we just uh, it, it isn't it interesting that there are so many people that aren't even doing what they would love to do. You know yeah, what I mean? Because you don't know, and then you get a family and you got to get with something solid that has yeah. insurance and uh-huh. it's uh, pretty secure yeah. and i bet you just kind of you know it's not very often it. you can just f- quit what you're doing and follow your dreams right and and you said that somebody did that uh, you know you, you, yeah, ha- my nephew you knew somebody did that. you know he was he was in a hustle bustle industry in the hotel industry uh making six figures making a lot of money he decided i just am sick of this. And so he's got a job where he works in a lab and basically just looks at stuff at night uh, and uh, goes home and sleeps all day and took a pay cut, and he's good with it. 
My son did That's that. That's funny. He just looks at stuff. He at does. Night. Well, I mean, well, you know what I mean. Yeah. I mean, yeah. But, he just. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's a lab, and stuff comes in, and I yeah. think he opens it and assigns it out or whatever. Man. But uh, yeah, he yeah he's he's good with it. Uh, my son had a trade, and he decided to do something completely different. Yep. And yep. Um, he and his and wife talked to, about seems it. Seems to love it and loves it. Yeah. Now, Which, not to you know, say he couldn't, you know, and he can always go back to his trade if if he wants to or needs yeah. to. Or stay in your basement. He or could live <laughs> in your basement. <laughs> I think I've yeah. had every one of my kids at some point live in the basement with He'd me. So have to move all my with, crap out of there. <laughs> but uh, if I wasn't so ugly, I'd be a gigolo. Uh, Danny. Uh, I would I would love to run a and b up by Yellowstone. Cool. Uh, I work the only toll road in Utah, and I love it. Where is that? I think that's the Adams Avenue Parkway, if I'm not mistaken, up by Ogden. Oh, you guys charge up there for people to drive into your precious area? David, that's Weber County. I don't have anything to do with that. Oh, man. That's crazy. I had no idea that there was even a toll. What do they do? Uh, do they stop you? Is it like a toll booth? I'm not sure how it works. Uh, do you just flash your card when you drive maybe, by? I don't. I don't know. Maybe huh. this person can tell us. First of all, if it is the Adams Avenue Parkway, and second of all, exactly how it works. Okay. Time to roll our traffic again. We do it every fifteen minutes. Coming up before the top of the hour, we're going to talk about narcissism. <laughs> and that's kind of a bad way to turn uh, transition over to traffic with Lee. I'm not saying that you're a narcissist. <laughs> Hello. This is Kimberly. Hi. 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 Kimberly. That sounded like Rudolph's nose for a minute. <laughs> Rudolph. <laughs> Hi. What's your comment? So this is Kimberly, and I'm from the Adams Avenue Toll Road. Okay, tell us how it works. Does that so, mean somebody's trying to get through? <laughs> it's a noisy toll road. Yes, it is. I. That, that's the buzzer going off. So. Um, it's private property, and the owner commissioned the state of Utah back in, like, the 80s. He saw a vision that needed another way into Ogden besides 89 and Riverdale Road. Okay. And the governor shot him down. So he said, fine, I'm going to build a road across my property, and I will charge people to drive on it. Oh, wow. my gosh. So he has got how much money do you think is earned annually? Apparently, it's a lot because that thing keeps going off. I know it's, it's a buck twenty-five. Somebody said, right? It well, last year they raised it to two dollars. Okay. Jeez. So it was a dollar for so from the time it opened in nineteen ninety-nine to twenty twenty-three, it was only a dollar. Okay. And now it's two dollars. Man, that's double. So now, so now it's two dollars, and the way the reason they raised it is because they foresee some uh, improvements that they're going to have to do on the bridge. What it is, they had to put in a bridge across the railroad tracks that run parallel to eighty four. <laughs> now, how does do people stop at the toll? How does how does do that work? They pay work? that every day. Is it worth it to them? It's it's worse because if not, they have to sit in traffic going up 89 into Ogden, or they have to sit in traffic on Riverdale Road. 
Jeez. So it's a short it's a shortcut between the little town of South Weber. Okay. I love and, South Weber. Oh now you do. And, now you do. No, you it really do. is a pretty little town. <laughs> and uh Washington Terrace, South Ogden, where um We've got three schools. We've got Bonneville High. We've got South Ogden Junior High and H. Guy Child Elementary. We also have Ogden Regional Medical Center. So uh, can people buy, like, can you buy a pass? (laughs) And it would be cheaper if you were to just buy an unlimited type of pass? We do have a pass, and they can put as much money on it as what they want. And oh. they get a twenty five percent bonus every time they reload the card. Oh, okay. So do you, they have to stop? Morning, Terry. Have a great day. <laughs> she knows everybody by name. <laughs> do they have so to that, stop and you so like scan one, the card, or how do they? That that one that that I just talked to had a card, and I just scanned her card. Okay. All right. Well, interesting stuff. I appreciate that. I had no idea. I guess maybe that's. So that's the only toll in uh, Utah that we know of, right? The old Adams Avenue Parkway. I think I'm going to try to. I'm going to try to see if I owned any property around the Draper Temple back in the day. And (laughs) (laughs) you wanted a receipt? Okay. Uh, Okay, we'll let you get going. Thanks so much for calling and enlightening us with just a little bit interesting stuff, right? That's crazy, right? Uh, we are looking at mostly sunny, if you can see through a little bit of haze today, and the high of 51. Uh, right now it's 32 and clear downtown. Like when you have your church clothes on and then you go home and <laughs> <laughs> you can change back into your Levi's and your boots. Man, it feels good Man, to be country again. Feels good. I hated being religious feels for good. a couple of hours. <laughs> hey, uh, for a long time now, what is the uh, what is the word for someone who starts fires all the time? Uh, if you hadn't asked me, I could have told arsonist. you. An arsonist. An arsonist. Yeah. See, for a long time, I got narcissist uh, mixed up with arsonist. And, <laughs> yeah, but and, you're never wrong, so you were right. Well, yeah, there you go. Yeah, because if I'm never wrong. Now, uh, this perfectly describes Deb. And <laughs> let me let me tell you, no, let me tell you why. Hey, you left your uh, computer here at the station. No, I didn't. This, uh, now, one time, Dave. I know, I know. One time. But if you ever, uh, and I'm only saying this just because it was so dang funny how was, you were so, hilarious. how you were so adamant. I was so sure that I had brought my laptop and, and put it in the truck. Oh my gosh, you would have thought I called and asked for her left kidney. You know, I mean, <laughs> I'm, I all I did, I called and I just said, hey, look, you left your computer bag here and your laptop here. And she goes, no, I didn't. And she was so... <laughs> So snotty about I, it. I don't know why. I, I instead of snotty, I like to say I was just direct. Well, snotty. It was really. I, I like it, to was say really I was just, it was really. No, I, was I didn't. Direct and certain. Almost like you I were pissed off that I, I even said that your laptop was here at the station, and I and honestly, the way I answered, I went, "All right." 
I mean, <laughs> Jim was in the studio with me, and I called her, and she goes, no, I didn't. And I went, well, all right, but it's here. <laughs> no, it's not. Anyway, kind of funny. But I'm not uh, I'm not throwing you into that category. It just was kind of funny how that particular instance could um, be some, like, describe some people the way they are all the time. Okay, well, if it feels like half the people you encounter in life are self-absorbed jerks like me. Uh, A new study looked at the states with the most narcissists. Now, they checked how often people Googled things across four different categories. Wanting to learn about narcissists, narcissists in relationships, narcissists in families, and narcissists at work. And things like, uh, is my boss a narcissist? Now, surprisingly, bosses aren't the top person we wonder about. Our mom is. Is what? my mom a narcissist? Ranks first. Now, the husband came in a close second. Boyfriend. Then you got wife. Partner. Dad. Friend. Girlfriend. Sister. And then, of course, boss coming in at number 10. Now, according to the results, the five states with the most narcissists are Texas coming in at number one, followed by Iowa, New Hampshire, Maine, and Indiana, Hawaii has the fewest narcissists, uh, according to these criteria. Now, the city with the most, on the other hand, is uh, won by a landslide, New York. Uh, Not surprising, since CEOs are more likely to be narcissists than psychopaths. Now, New York, they are pretty direct. I did learn that. They They don't cut any, they don't sugarcoat anything back there. And uh, at least with just my few day um, experience in being back there, you know, I'll never forget when I called the pizza place and they're like, what do you want? I'm like, whoa. Uh, Now that's, I'm not saying that's necessarily narcissist, but still I'm like, whoa. (laughs) And I'm like, well, do you have, yeah, we do. He goes, what do you want? You want to order now or not? And I'm like, whoa. Wow. So anyway, well, good um, news. Uh, Utah is forty second out of fifty. I like that. So uh, at as least far as narcissists go, right? So we now, are not. Uh, good to know. My now. husband was raised by two narcissistic parents. Uh, the abuse he has endured is so real and sad. Oh my! Utah and, and, definitely has the most narcissists. We should do a poll on this. Well, somebody just did, and we yeah. came out forty second. At least in that particular yeah. poll. Now, um, top five signs that you're a narcissist. Maybe you could uh, follow along with this. Uh, You put your used Kleenex on eBay. (laughs) You you took the batteries from the smoke alarm in your kid's room and put it in the remote control in the man cave. (laughs) They'll be fine. They'll be fine. I'm sure nothing will happen. Uh, Whenever a waiter asks you to sign your credit card bill, you say, sure. Who do I make it out to? (laughs) You have a personalized license plate and dinner plates. And the uh, top sign that you are a narcissist, uh, you probably think this list is about you. Probably don't think you? This list is don't about you. you? Yeah. <laughs> It isn't. <laughs> <laughs> no kidding, right? No, it's not. Worst song and ever. Lots of people calling BS on Utah being 42nd uh, as far as narcissists go. All right. All right. Maybe we are worse than what we are giving ourselves credit. Oh, man, it's a beautiful morning. It's a little on the chilly side. No, it isn't. <laughs>
All right, maybe it wasn't just that one time. <laughs> uh, that's funny. An 80% chance of some rain in the valley and snow in the mountains by Friday. Uh, right now it's 33 and sunny downtown. Morning shout-outs with Dave and Deb, Z104. All right, I have a couple of birthdays. Uh, Maddie Sylvester, it was her birthday yesterday. Happy birthday, Maddie. She is hilarious. Uh, love you. Hope you had a great no, birthday. <laughs> uh, I told you I got uh, my hair cut, and I ran into, oh, let's see, um, Georgia Miriam. She goes to Butler Elementary. She's a huge fan of the show. She says her favorite singer is Aaron Lewis because her dad knows his bus driver. Oh, hey. So, okay. Yeah, there we go. There it is. Any time, uh, right? So, thanks for saying hi, Georgia. It was so good to meet you. Also, at NPS on Saturday, Shantae and Darren. Shantae's from Rhode Island, and Darren's from Willard. They met online, and they just got married. And uh, John and Jess from Cottonwood Heights. They got engaged over Christmas, and uh, they came by and said hi. That's a good time to get Engaged. Yeah, Mike and Bobby Lane from the our cruise friends uh, came by and said hi. Nice. Sherry from Draper. Um, Brett and Shauna Beckstead from West Valley. Gary and Scotty came by. Uh, Carrie Warner came by with her husband Ashley Heaton. Keaton and Shane uh, Hancock and their baby Kenny, named after Kenny Chesney. <laughs> he was adorable. <laughs> Scott Clevin from Taylorsville. Anita Collins and Katie from Katie Ray from Eagle Mountain. And uh, somebody, wait, somebody from Draper went to your remote. They did, huh. yeah. Come on, Dave. A good little trek right there, yeah, right? That's cool. Yeah. Um, let's see. Okay, and then we have some uh, uh, shout out to Deb for randomly calling me on Facebook Messenger in her bathroom yesterday. <laughs> I don't know how it happened. Allison Allie. It says Allison on here, but I'm pretty sure it's Allie. She had Facebook messaged me something, and I had just answered it. And then when I was coming out of the water closet, somehow water I put the closet. phone in my back pocket, and I <laughs> called her. I was glad I was out of the water closet. Uh, I was in my bathroom. And well, I, sure. My phone was ringing. I'm like, what the? Yeah. Mm, well, uh, so, go. Allie, you're welcome. Uh, Demi Williams, can you please give a birthday shout-out to my son, Jasper? He turns eight years old today. I love that name, Jasper. Love it. That is cool. It's great to be eight. Yes, uh, it is. Thomas and it's Will- great to be 88. Yeah, Thomas Wilson. Shout out to Dave and Deb. It is awesome to hear you guys saying my shout out. Oh, cool. We love you. Uh, shout out to the coolest nine-year-old out there, Ledger Pace. Happy birthday. We love you from mom and dad. Uh, morning, Deb from Randy Parker. Please wish happy birthday to Nancy Parker. Happy birthday, Nance. Uh, love you. And then we have... Uh, some other birthdays, Monty Gailey, Justin Broadhead, uh, Rainy Gilfoyle, Wendy Lemley, Gigi Huff, Mikkel Christiansen, Todd Jones, uh, Don Wolf, Destiny Hyatt, um, Todd Webster, and anybody else having a birthday today, happy, happy birthday. Very cool. Y'all ready? Here we go. Ready. You've, You've had, had a birthday, birthday listener, dear. Happy days will come to you all year. If I had a wish, then it would be happy, happy birthday from the Z.
bubbles from popping No matter how fast I'm talking But I got to tell you what happened And why I'm bubble wrapping I saw the boys stomping on my package When I was walking home to get some bubble wrap To protect my possessions from the movers That must be suffering from depression Like they got to teach me a lesson For trusting them to follow directions So I'm bubble wrapping Cause anything can happen when you're shipping And the carrier's tripping But once I got popping Now there's no stopping Now I literally bubble wrapping National Bubble Wrap Day today. I also had, I talked so long to these people, I forgot to write their name down. Uh, Angel and Vic came by to say hi, and also Brad Gull. Okay. So thanks, guys, for coming by. Mm-hmm. That is good old Chris Jansen and his latest. And it's called All I Need Is You. And all I need to relieve some stress is a little bubble wrap. It's National Bubble Wrap Day today. This is the bubble wrap. Cathartic or does it drive you crazy? Oh, I like it. It's cathartic. Uh, Small ones or big ones? Uh, (laughs) I actually like the small ones. Talking about the bubble wrap. (laughs) Um, Yeah, I do too. For some reason... And every once in a while, I'll think, hey, I'm just going to twist this sucker and see how many I can uh, make it sound like it's like rapid fire. Well, And so I'll take some bubble wrap, and then I'll just twist that uh, twist it until it goes... It's like a machine gun effect. Right. A couple years back, a survey by Sealed Air Corporation supposedly found that one minute spent popping bubble wrap relieves as much stress as a 33-minute massage. Does how about it talk that? about moving furniture? No, Dave. But no? try some bubble wrap, all right? Maybe that'll help you. Hey, honey, how about tonight? I've got a headache. Well, do we have any bubble <laughs> Do we do we have any bubble wrap? This is the bubble wrap. <laughs> you know it's also kind of fun is to walk on it too. Or have you ever put it behind a car? You know, uh, a strip of bubble no, wrap behind the car that. and then drive over it and Stuff like that. I don't know. Maybe just maybe it's just me and my childish ways of getting a cheap thrill. Hey, uh, coming up this hour, we're going to be talking about some of the phone habits that might be uh, signs of anxiety. Oh, and maybe boy. you are falling oh, into some boy. of those habits. I probably have every one of them. <laughs> I wonder if walking out in the parking lot or walking around while you're talking is one of them. That you guys yeah, the Adams about. Avenue Parkway. Even if there were 500 cars, just to the average, 500 cars, that's $1,000 a day. That's $30,000 a month. Yeah, but think about the cost of actually, the guy had to build the road. He had yeah. to build a bridge over the railroad track. And we mentioned that off the air, you know, and I was wow. thinking, yeah, there's got to be some some overhead involved in that. But I would imagine eventually that would catch up. You start to make a little bit of cha-ching. Yeah, you know? I hope so. Uh, so. I hope he does because it's it's expensive to maintain a road. Right. So yeah. um, And people are saying yeah. it, it's really a time saver and they're glad it's there. That's killer. I mean, would you do it if for some reason we had to pay a toll to come into this area? Every Well, I guess you would if you had to. I, I mean, I if it's your those, job. I have one of those things in my Jeep. It's not really a toll road, but it's the uh, fee, the toll. The HOV The thing. HOV thing. I have one of those in my Jeep. Yeah. Do you uh, use it a lot, though? Uh, not because I used to when I worked, when I used to come home in the evening. But now that I come home after the show and She's work not. from home, I don't use it because nobody's driving in at 5 a.m. and nobody's yeah. going home at 10 a.m. Yeah. Well, uh, do you have any money on it left? Could you lend it to me? 
Yeah, do you want it? Yeah, maybe I had to just take Actually, it my friend's using it, so. Oh. <laughs> so much for you, Dave. Yeah. Did you see how quickly that turned? <laughs> that was yeah, do like, you want it? Oh, no, never mind. He's like, oh, I, I just realized I, I left that to someone I else. No, I yeah. wasn't sure that I should say that because it's it's registered to your license plate. Yeah, I'm sure. And um, I wonder if they'd ever be like, hmm, that's not the right. Yeah, I don't. This. Yeah, I don't know if that little green light can see that it's not the right license plate. What if you don't put your license plate on the front of your car? Well, that's true. There you go. Good Which answer, I think Dave. is actually illegal, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, I think the I think whole thing's illegal. To have to... I think the whole thing we're talking about is illegal. <laughs> <laughs> <So>. <laughs> oh, weird. Um, all right, we're looking at a decent day today. Sunny, a little hazy, and high of fifty-one. Uh, right now it's 33 and sunny downtown. Dump it or dig it. Coming up next after the break and a chance for you to vote. Brought to you by Baku E-Bikes. Hey, there's a new movie coming out. Uh, and what country artist has a song on the soundtrack. And we're going to tell you about it, play it for you, see what you think. Somebody's going to win tickets to see comedian Steve Trevino at the Capitol Theater. Riverton and Draper and online at Denny'sAutomotive.com. Time now for Dave and Dab's Dump It or Dig It. (laughs) (laughs) Now, unless you already know that the song is going to win, you're such a narcissist that you think that everything is about you, then let us know. Dump It or Dig It is brought to you by Baku E-Bikes, and we want to know what you think about this song from Casey Musgraves. All right, the song's called Three Little Birds. It's a cover of probably the most famous Bob Marley song. Uh, meaning of it is disputed. Some say it is about the little birds, he, the little canaries he used to like to watch out his window. They'd come by and sit by his window on the windowsill at Hope Road. Uh, but three female singers in the reggae group, Who did shows with Marley claim it's a reference to them? Oh, okay. Um, And Casey Musgraves, there's a biopic. It's a movie. It'll be in theaters. Uh, It's called Bob Marley One Love. It'll be in theaters on Valentine's Day. And this song is from the soundtrack Casey Musgraves, Three Little Birds. We want to know what you think about it. Text us uh, 385 292 1043. We'll choose somebody to go see comedian Steve Trevino at the Capitol Theater. Cool. Same number to text that will get you here to the studio if you want to make just a good old-fashioned phone call. It is Dump It or Dig It. Rise up this morning Smile with the rising sun Sweet songs, melodies pure and true, saying, This is my message to you.
Well, that's a cute little song. <laughs> uh, Andrew F- Pace, uh, not a big fan of the song, but I like me some Musgraves, so I'll dig it. Uh, let Bob do it. Dump this one from Stan. Troy Anderson, wow, dig it. Uh, Vic Gerber says, I'm digging this. Barf, too slow, dump it. Sheila E., uh, a, a bit slow, but I'm sure it'll grow on me a little dig. Do you want to play a little bit of the thing with, sure. with uh, Bob Marley? better too when you're high (laughs) (laughs) christina upchurch says dig it i love casey brooklyn goodwin dump it uh dig it nice and soothing regina hansen uh dump it charm charmily nish uh says uh dump it the original is the only way to go kylie johnson a little snow slow but not bad bailey and i dig it uh dump it and her robert staple says dig it uh dump it some things you don't mess with the original is much better my favorite Marley song, Musgraves, did a fantastic version. I love it. There you go. What's your name on the phone? Well, this is me. What do you think, Bonnie? Bonnie? Where have you been, Bonnie? Well, my husband's been, been in the hospital, and then he's been on rehabilitation center, and I got home taking care of him. Oh, good. Oh, is, he, is he okay now? Well, he can't stand. He, he's in a wheelchair, so. Oh, I'm sorry. Well, bless your yeah. heart. Hope uh, things... Uh, Continue to get a little better there. What do you think about the song? I totally love it. Okay. Maybe it made you feel a little better, huh? Yeah. Yes, it did. All, All right. right. Good. And that, uh, I love that song. Thank you. It made my day. Oh, very cool. And you guys made my day, too. Okay. Uh, I appreciate okay. you. Shout Bye-bye. out to you in Melbourne. Uh-huh. Yeah. You know, the only three little birds that I get is on my morning commute. <laughs> <laughs> For some reason, maybe it's me. Well, everything's uh, going to be all right, Dave. Good afternoon. Who is this? Hi, this is Wayne. What do you think? Bird. Yeah, what do you think? I like that. I really did. Okay. I got a good, cute little story on that. All okay. right. Okay, last Friday, I'm sitting here in Crossing Guard in my car, and a little five-year-old girl came over, opened the door, got in the car, and put her seatbelt on. I said, hi, uh, where do you live? I don't know. Well, uh, I'm hungry, she says. So I gave her something to eat. I, I'm, you know, I finally ended up taking her to the city hall, and the sheriff got her. But you know, some everything's going to be all right. Oh, oh yeah, man. and thank goodness you're a good yeah. human being. There's a lot of crappy stuff that could happen, and thank goodness you're a good human being. Yeah, good job, well, Wayne. Thank you. Have a wonderful day. Thanks, you Thanks, too. Love you. I like that too. Everything's going to be all right. And I do remember. I'll play that song at at, at uh, the Bob Marley version at gigs. Yeah. You know, because they. Uh, they love doing the reggae thing. And sometimes you, you just know. need to hear every little thing's going to be all right. Yeah. Oh. Over and over again. Yes. Uh, Derek Story, dig it. She can sing that to me anytime. Kimberly, after you losing my best friend and soulmate on Saturday, I needed this song as I watched the sunrise. Her version is slower and uh, more soulful. Yeah. I love Bob's version, but I will dig this one. Yep. No, Sorry about that. Not I a fan of Casey Musgraves, but I dig it. Maybe it actually might be. I, I might set that to be uh, sort of the uh, alarm when it goes off at three uh, thirty in the morning. Everything's going to be <laughs> Every okay. Every thing's going to be all right, David. <laughs> Hang in there. <laughs> Shane says, "Dump it." Tanya Chavez, dig it. Jennifer Perry, a dump it. Tasha Walmer, dump it. Dump it. Not a Musgrave fan. Dump it too slow. Dig it. Good Monday song from Blake. Meh.
too depressing. The original was way better. Uh, not Bob Marley, but uh, dig it. Nice mellow version. Uh, tough to compete with Marley. Dump it. Russ Skeen and Randall. I really liked it. Amy White says nope. Well, there. I mean, there is something that they do have in common with each other, and that is 420. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Overall, what do you think? Uh, I'm gonna. I don't know. I'm gonna say 50 50. Okay. Uh, maybe 60 40, but probably 50 50. Kind of was back and forth, wasn't it? Yeah. All right, let's roll the music. When it stops, your scrolling will stop there. I'll watch your finger here and see. Uh, I'm in a, There's no name. It's an 801-879, and no, okay. it's not you. That's... <laughs> uh, okay, thanks. But however, please don't ever mention the last four digits of my number. I you won't. Know, so anyway. So no. I will text this person, the 879 number, 801-879. And uh, you're going to go see Steve Trevino at the Capitol Theater on uh, February 4th. We'll have another Dump It or Dig It tomorrow morning at 8.20, brought to you by Baku e-bikes and scooters. Where, of course, you can always get the whole outfit, uh, the whole family outfitted in Baku e-bikes and scooters. Go check it out all the way from the Mav 3, their brand new heavy, heavy heavy-duty e-bike. And also their uh, Storm, the Storm Jaeger, the Mule uh, the Flatlander, and then also into the uh, Timber uh, Wolf, uh, also the Grizzly and the Badger Scooters. Fun stuff. That's good for Monday. I need that. Yeah, it is, isn't it? I'm going to go around all day and say, Deb, everything going to be all right. Yeah, man. Man. Yeah, man. Yeah. I sound German. I don't sound uh, Jamaican. I sound German. <laughs> yeah, mom. <laughs> hey, brother. Man, I do have to... There's been a time or two we've been in Jamaica. Holy mother of languages. It is something that you... Uh, they're speaking. They know each other. They talk. They And they know what they're saying to each other, but I'm like... And you're got, a linguist. We, I'm, that surprises me. Oh, we sure, yeah. You're a linguist. Well, absolutely I am. But I, <laughs> there's been times that I'm like, I have no clue what they just said to each other. It is it's something else. But they can totally understand each other. A melody is pure and true. Say it. This is my message to you. Call now to win. 385-292-1043. And you win a and a Super Bowl pool and a dozen Bontinis from Nothing Bont Cakes. 385-292-1043. Morning, yeah. 104 Who is this? This is Adam. Adam. Adam, you're in it to yeah. win it. All right. Dave yep. and Deb, you're awesome. Thank you. You are, man. Thanks for tuning in. It's uh, that simple. You heard the cue to call, and uh, you are in it to win it in the Strong VW Super Bowl contest. Yes, woohoo! Good you, Monday morning. Yep, yeah. thirty-five hundred bucks up for grabs. You could win uh, any of it or all of it. Plus, we're going to give you a dozen free buntinis from Nothing Bunt Cakes, Foothill Village in Salt Lake City. Don't punt on your dessert for the big game. Grab a bunt from Nothing Bunt Cakes. All right. Perfect, right? My neighborhood. Thank you. Right on, man. And do you have uh, an interest in the game, the big game coming well, up? Well, I do, but I guess I'm going, you know, to Taylor Swift's team. So <laughs> the Chiefs. <laughs> All right, we're leaning a little bit that way. 
Right? More power to him. Yep. No, I think it's good. Say what you will, but I mean, I think it's kind of fun to. It sort of added a little different element to the season, in my opinion. Uh, you I know, have to agree, Dave. I you totally know, agree. It's just kind of fun <laughs> kissing to have and them. Kissing and kissing, yep. Yeah, yeah, just kind of let us all be a part of their little um, courting and little dating thing that's going on. And, you know. There you go. So, anyway, uh, thank you so much for calling, and I hope you win a chunk of change on that big uh, day coming up on February 11th. And what radio station gives away the most Taylor Swift fun? <laughs> Always, Z104. Thank you. Thank, Thank you. you, Adam. Hold on a second. We'll grab some more information. Right now we had a chance to uh, catch up with Jason Aldean and his thoughts on modern technology. I mean, we had TV and video games, but now it's like phones and iPads and along with all that other stuff. So I have to step in sometimes and just kind of like take it away for a minute and, you know, make them go outside. You boys ever met a real country girl? Good time to get in a little bit of air guitar this morning for you to get rolling on a Monday morning. Jason Aldean, and she's country. Warren Ziders and uh, that pretty little poison. Uh, just like cyanide. All right. So, look, we were talking about this little uh, question here, and that is, would you donate to a son's uh, to a, a little boy's football team because they need to help fund their trip? But uh, uh, this really did happen. Um, somebody's driving around in a two hundred thousand dollar car, and they want to put together a GoFundMe campaign to raise money now for their twelve year old son. It's actress Alyssa Milano. Uh, really stepped in it. She started a GoFundMe campaign to raise money for her 12-year-old son's baseball team. Uh, she tweeted, my son's baseball team is raising money for their Cooperstown trip. Any amount would be so greatly appreciated. You can read more about the team and make a donation here. So is it because that we we just don't want to... Yeah. Uh, <laughs> is, it, is it because we now become judgy and go, well... They've got that much money they need to, you know what I mean? Absolutely or, it is. Um, uh, a few more things about Alyssa Milano. She's been working steadily in Hollywood for 40 years and is a multimillionaire on her own. Now, she's also married to Daver Bulgulari. 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 One of the uh, heads of the Creative Arts Agency. Um which you must uh, you must know him. Look at what what, what just, language is I that? I used to know Bulliari. somebody named Bulliari. Oh my gosh, a major Hollywood talent agent. So there's not only money from one side, but both sides. She's driving a two hundred thousand dollar electric Porsche Taycan 4S with a fourteen thousand dollar custom paint job. So yeah, the internet really let her have it. Uh, they said, but Alyssa's fighting back. Uh, the follow-up tweet said, I'm getting media inquiries about whether I have financially contributed to my son's baseball team. She says, I've paid for uniforms for the entire team and coaches, thrown birthday parties, and I sponsor any kid who can't afford the monthly dues. The kids also do fundraising themselves with car washes, movie nights, and many other fun things. Thank you to all you, have contr- all you who have contributed to the GoFundMe. You've made things easier for these boys and their families. Now, okay, 
I think fundraising and GoFundMe are two different things. Uh, that, in my opinion, well, GoFundMe uh, is it, a way of fundraising. It is, it is. But I, uh, I think that there is something to build character if they're out there doing car washes, if they're out there actually providing a service that will help them go. Okay, this is our way of donating our time and our efforts into earning money. GoFundMe is like, hey, everybody. There's an account out there. Go and contribute to it, and thanks. Well, there are things that you can't do for GoFundMe, like if somebody has cancer, if somebody's lost a child, you're not going to go have a car wash. I mean, maybe you would have a car wash for that, um, but I'm just saying my opinion is that yeah. I would just go ahead and I, I. To me, when they go when she talks about how they've done these little car washes stuff like that, no, I think that's yeah, great. I think that's great. I think it builds character for the boys, and I think that it it helps. You know, you can contribute to something where they're building character. But to throw a GoFundMe out there, uh, when in addition to what they're already doing, if they are doing those things, well, to just say, was, "Hey, donate." She was only trying for ten thousand dollars, and of last as of last night. She'd got more than eleven thousand dollars. So mission Jeez. accomplished. That is freaking pocket change to people like that, though. I know, you know it what I mean? is. Uh, um, so anyway, I guess they're going to Cooperstown. Oh, uh, good for them. Uh, I agree with Dave. Have the boys go out and do something in the community, which they have been doing. She yeah. said, and learn what it takes to raise money. There you go. Well, speaking of characters, <laughs> let's go to cartoon characters. Uh, movie web put together a list of the best cartoon characters of all time. See what you think about. Who's, I haven't looked at the list yet. I knew we were doing a list, but I didn't look at the list. Who's your favorite cartoon character of all time? Man, I would probably say. Ooh, that's tough. Would you go back to? I don't know. I uh, maybe. Maybe uh, Daffy Duck, not Daffy Duck, Donald Duck, no, Daffy Duck, yeah. I, I'm, I'm going to pick Scooby-Doo. Okay, all right. Let's take a look I at it coming in. I love mysteries and I love dogs, so it's perfect. That is perfect, yeah. actually. And uh, I even have mu- music to go along with it for you, just like that. All right? So according to MovieWeb.com, uh, these are the best cartoon characters of all time. Number 20, the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. I'm Popeye the Sailor Man. <laughs> Casper, the friendly ghost. And Garfield. That's a good one. A little uh, cat for you there. That's a fun furry friend. Tweety and Sylvester <laughs> coming in at 16. You better wipe off your microphone on that <laughs> one right there. Porky Pig. Your guy, Daffy Duck, was 14. Now, Wiley Coyote and Roadrunner, that came to mind, too. It was one of the first things that popped into my head, actually, when I thought about it. But then I'm thinking, eh, you know, I like Daffy Duck because he goes out hunting. Uh, the Rugrats gang came in at 12. Uh, the South Park kids came in at number 11. Now, here's your top 10. Optimus Prime from the Transformers. Oh, gosh, I forgot about this one. Come Snoopy on, and Dave. Charlie Brown. Oh, man, I better change my mind because that one's a good one. I like that. All right, number eight, Scooby-Doo. Uh, Ash Ketchum and Pikachu from Pokemon. Okay, and number six was Tom and Jerry. Fred Flintstone coming in at number five. Oh, I love that one, too. That is a good one. Number four was SpongeBob SquarePants. Now, the entire Simpsons family actually came in at number three. Number two was Bugs Bunny. And then number one, most lovable cartoon character of all time is Mickey. M-I-C. 
Okay. See you later. <laughs> Why? Because we, <laughs> we love, love you. you. M-O-U-S-E. Listeners saying Inspector Gadget, Woody Woodpecker, Goofy, Calvin and Hobbes. Yeah. I like Woody Woodpecker. <laughs> I'm sure you do, Dave. Peppy Le Pew. <laughs> uh, she's, uh, before we say see you later. I to... love Donald Duck, though. Yeah. Because he always gets mad. He's got a short little temper, that duck. Yeah, he does. Goes off, the flies off at the handle. Yep. You, you like that one. Did, Yosemite did... Sam. Hey, actually, it didn't even make it, did it? Donald no, Duck never like, even made the top 20. Who doesn't love Yosemite? He just no, I mean, cracks yeah. me up. Anyway, and neither did Donald. You <laughs> 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 can't get You just have to laugh at that. Yeah, you do, right? It gives you a good feeling. It's also going to give you a good feeling when I tell you about the weather forecast hanging in the 50s. 51 today, 50 tomorrow, 55 on Wednesday, and 54 on Thursday. The only change that we're going to see here in our weather pattern after this uh, high kind of starts to move out of here, it'll probably clear out some of the gunk and the haze as well uh, Friday. We're going to see about an 80% chance of rain. That might turn into a little bit of snow as we sneak into Saturday, but yeah, we'll have to kind of see how it plays. Morgan Wallen, one thing at a time. And uh, let's talk about some of the signs or the habits, one at a time here, that might be signs of anxiety when it comes to your phone habits. I'll be the guest speaker. <laughs> I mean, we're probably all on our phones way too much anyway, but, but you know, some of us use our smartphones worry-free. Most of us don't. Uh, so there you go. You don't have just a few little habits here that are s- some signs of anxiety. Uh, I don't do this one. Doom scrolling. That's when you constantly search for disturbing news, even if, though that news never makes you feel any better. Uh, this could be a sign of anxiety mm. and even the cause of your anxiety in the first place. And purposely doing that. Yeah, I mean, been, you, if I would it, never do that. On you know purpose. what I mean? Yeah. It's out there enough. Let's see what kind of terrible stuff I can find today on yeah. socials. Oh, wait, let me just open up my phone. Right? Yeah. It's there. It's all around us. Avoiding people by using your phone. Now, I have done this. I think we've all done this, <laughs> if we really are truthful. Have you ever acted like you were on the phone uh, to avoid talking to somebody if you're avoiding real-life interactions um, in favor of your phone? It could be a sign of anxiety. Um, I, I don't know if I truly have uh, anxiety. However, I have done this. I've pulled off, uh, I've, you know. And I've almost been worried. Have you ever been worried that somebody will actually, uh, you know, t- have you take a look at their phone? You know, or Figure have out you, you're not on the phone. Right. <laughs> 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 because you got to play it just right. You know, I mean, you don't want to pull the phone away and then have it just be a blank screen or nope. something that's, it's your wallpaper or something where you're like, wait a minute, you're not on the phone. Uh, the inability to even put your phone down. Like if you have trouble separating from your phone, especially at times when you don't need it. This can point to anxiety, like when you're exercising, going to bed, or you're in a work meeting. Yeah. You're more focused on your phone than what you're doing, than what's yeah. going on around you. Aren't we kind of all a little guilty of that one, too, you know? Yes. And also this next one, too, the panic when your phone isn't working that you feel. 
Uh, this is one of those times where maybe you've left your phone home or it stops working or it's it's froze up or you're and now part of this is the fact that I get obsessed with the fact of trying to fix something. And I don't know about all y'all, but even if something happens on my my laptop or my computer, I have some little thing go wrong. Man, it just drives me crazy to just leave it unattended. You know, I almost feel like I have to go and, you know, <clears throat> do something. Or if you get a, a, I'm the same way about a little task around the house. I'll go to great lengths until I can get the smoke detector fixed. You know, instead of going, ah, I'll fix it another day. I'm like, no, I got to get to Home Depot yeah, I'm the and same fix way. it, you know. Uh, but, but maybe they, maybe you don't have Wi-Fi. Maybe the internet's down, right? And you're checking it every two seconds to see if is it back up? Is it back up? <laughs> now, I might have missed an email. Somebody <laughs> trying to text me. Uh huh. This now it does not include people using their phones for safety. Uh, it's more of a red flag if you're just freaking out because you can't access Instagram. You know, so a few little signs there for uh, phone habits that might be signs of anxiety and. Do we really need for someone to tell us that we are anxious about something or that we are, you know, have a little bit of anxiety? But looking for the bad, doom scrolling, avoiding people uh, just by using your phone like, oh, boy, here comes Gladys. And I know that she's going to ask me if I went to the ward party. (laughs) 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 Uh, The inability to put your your own business, Gladys. (laughs) Uh, maybe just the inability to put your phone down and then just panicking when it doesn't work. So keep some of those things in mind. Hey, look, we got Battle of the Sexes coming up here at the bottom of the hour. A chance for you to win as usual with that uh, contest, and we'd love to have you hang around. Plus, we're going to be talking about Teslas, and uh, is there a new Bachelor coming out that could uh, be a little strange twist? We'll talk about it. Parker McCollum on the Z and burn it down. So uh, here we go with uh, some of our um, things like the uh, Bachelor. Now, do you? Uh, I, I've asked this. You and I, neither one of us are a huge. Well, I used you know, to watch it. I haven't watched it for a while. Yeah. Any reason why? Uh, just kind of the same old stuff, you know. Right. Um. Did you watch, now, maybe more along the lines of The Golden Bachelor, did you watch the... <laughs> did not watch The Golden Bachelor, David. <laughs> uh, but I, I usually try to find a good series, and that's what I watch now, and it's not... Uh, I mean, some of them are on network TV, yeah. but not all of them are on network TV. Tonight is the second episode of the new season of The Bachelor, and if you like I've already that, missed then, one? Yeah. See, and then I feel like... If I miss one or two, I'm like, I don't even know what's going on, so I'm not gonna I'm not gonna I'm not gonna finish the season. I'm not gonna try and get into it. But wouldn't you is it too hard to figure out if you jump in in the middle or something? Probably or, not. Uh, you know? Probably not. But I mean you gotta get to know the girls and the bachelor and their story, and I'm like, ah, oh, it's too late. Well, if you're into stuff like that, you might want to watch for the premiere of another great one coming out. First, The Bachelor. Then, The Golden Bachelor. Now there's a new addition to the beloved franchise, The Married Bachelor. Craig is smart, romantic, and successful. 
the ideal husband, which is why he already is one. But that won't stop Craig from finding true love. Join Craig for a journey of hourly hotels, burner phones, and a finale you'll <laughs> never forget. Lexi, can you accept this one? Yes, of course. Thank you. Great. And uh, do me a favor. Let's keep this between us. Absolutely. The Married Bachelor. Watch on ABC, stream on Hulu, and observe in real life with certain politicians. Right. I mean, it could happen, right? I, I mean, I know. Yeah, people would retune in. They'd be like, well, that's a twist. And that's the thing that kills me is that it, it's probably not far-fetched from something that would be on reality TV again, right? Yeah. Or come along the way. But anyway, um, it looks like uh, my computer froze up here. Did you hear that there's uh, Tesla's having an issue? Um, well, yeah, um, their cars won't start because it's cold. Right. And then they also, I guess, uh, they also have an issue with their uh, battery exploded. There was a battery that actually exploded in the home of one that is being charged. Now, I don't, you know, I could imagine that there could be, I'm surprised we haven't heard of more of this, in other words, because I would think that there's going to be Joe Schmo that thinks, well, I can wire that up. I can just go ahead and wire that up to charge my battery, and it'll be fine. Now, people are doing that with the Jeep because uh, the new Jeeps have the regular battery, but it's a big battery. It's bigger than your normal. You have to make sure you get some kind of certain battery, and then it has the auxiliary battery underneath it. Mm -hmm. And it's a pain in the butt to get to. You have to either take the fender off or take the main battery off and then the entire fuse box to replace it. Yeah, you were thinking of getting into one of these at one point. No, this is what I have. This is the regular gas engine. The auxiliary battery runs the start-stop thing, yeah, yeah, and yeah. it runs some other peripheral stuff. Oh, okay. So people are totally bypassing the aux battery, and they're wiring it to their main battery, <laughs> uh, so they don't have to deal with that little battery anymore. Oh, okay, I got you. So it's not, like, an, it's not an electric... I you thought know, about the, it, and I'm like... I don't know if I dare wire that myself, but they're like, yeah. oh, yeah, you just buy this little kit and you hook it up. I'm like, yeah, I'd be driving along. <laughs> the whole hood would blow off or something. That yeah. would happen to me. Well, it's kind of going crazy with this. So I got the smaller the two batteries in the car in the kitchen, charging it up, and then it exploded. Neighbor went inside to see if he couldn't extinguish the fire, so he's going to have that smoke plus uh, dry chem that he inhaled. Oh, boy. Wait, he said it was in the kitchen? No, I thought he he went into the kitchen to call. I oh oh whoops I I got because out of he charged his battery. In the I kitchen? got it. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, so anyway, they have uh, now they've created the Tesla helpline now. Thank you for calling Tesla. If you are responding to a recall, please press one. If your battery is dead due to cold weather, please press two. If you're trapped in a car that spontaneously burst into flames, please press 3. If your cyber truck fails to get people to say, bro, check it out, it's a cyber truck, please press 4. If you're calling just to call Elon Musk a D-bag, please press 5. Our voicemail is full right now, but we promise we are doing all we can to get Elon to shut the f*** up. Goodbye. There you go. Uh, always a pleasure to call those hotlines and uh, check it out. Hey, it's always going to a fun time when we play Battle of the Sexes, and we hope you have a chance to hang around with us and do that. That's coming up next here on The Z. It's Kane Brown. Dancing in the kitchen, 
You singing my favorite song, swinging on the front porch, just laughing at the dogs. I'm sick for you. Kind of a homebody himself, Kane Brown, and uh, a song that I'm sure he probably wrote when he really meant those words as well. Um, you know, he enjoys being out on the road and doing his thing, but homesick and uh, missing his little family. Now, Kane Brown uh, doing some good deeds in the uh, snowstorm recently out there in Nashville over the last, I don't know, it was about a week ago or, or so. But, uh, you know, Nashville, they're not built for snow. To, for snow. And they. <laughs> Uh, they'll try to get uh, do the best they can with some of the main roads, but the back roads, uh, forget it. Uh, Deb and I had a chance to talk to several people last week um, that are from Nashville, and they're like, oh, yeah. No, we just kind of tried to hang out in our yard, play with in the snow, do some stuff like that, but really getting around is impossible. So Kane Brown decided to be the neighborhood Uber driver. How would that be? That'd be nice. That'd be kind of cool yeah. to, you know, people were having a hard time getting around. He had a four-wheel drive SUV, and so then he buzzed around uh, giving people rides and helping them out, and uh, his wife was just there at home with the babes and just going, well, Kane's gone right now. He's out helping people um, get from point A to point B. Kind of cool. Hey, um, so another artist stopping and, uh, you know, chewing out somebody who's yelling in the audience this time it's Richard Marks, uh, not necessarily a country <laughs> artist, but... Um, lives in Nashville, though, I think. Lives in Nashville. Deals with a woman in the audience yelling something out during one of his acoustic classics. And then after it's over with, man, he led into her. Now we pull the I'm genuinely curious who raised you to think that anything you could yell out was more important than what we were doing. Learn some manners, lady. <laughs> but he has kind of a point, right? <laughs> what was she yelling? I she can... wanted to say, play this. She was yelling a out a request. Song. A different song. Yes. Uh, listen to it, and you can kind of hear. Nashville Delight, play Nashville Delight or something, or something oh. where I'm like... <laughs> oh my gosh. Uh, right? We all know that lady, don't we? Sure. Yeah, the yeah. one who was like... Yeah, we all know her. Yep. Yeah. The one who... Whatever you're doing is not what she wants you to do. Absolutely. And you should do something different. Yes. And it makes you feel shitty. And not only that, but they don't even give a crap about their timing. You know, don't That's... yell it out when somebody's not singing or anything else. They don't even give a crap what they're singing. Now, uh, Journey, on the other hand, giving this a little bit of thought, because if you uh, don't, if you recall in the song uh, Journey, it says South Detroit. Born and raised in South Detroit. Detroit. So when uh, they were in the Bay Area, Journey performed at halftime at the Lions 49ers game. Uh, and they played Don't Stop Believing," but they changed it to San Francisco. Oh, 
so so <laughs> so the audience didn't get the memo. Nope, they didn't. They <laughs> sang South Detroit, but they uh, the band sang "Born and Raised in San Francisco" uh, to kind of appease where they were at, which I thought was kind of smart. Yeah, that's good. You I know, like it when to, they tailor stuff to the city they're uh, in. Right. Now, this also could cause a little bit of controversy, and I don't know if you um, would go for something like this. What Would you think that there should be a law passed? Um, there is a lawmaker that wants new cars to not be able to go more than 10 miles per hour over the speed limit. Now, how do you know what the speed limit is? How are they going to regulate that? Well, I think with new cars, they know the speed because it comes up on your dash because you're like, what's the speed limit? You look over and it tells you. Well, sure. But how would you know that the speed limit is 70 on that stretch of I-15 and so your car automatically adjusts to 80 and it won't let you go over 80? You know, every area that you go into, yeah, say, for like instance, say, for instance, you're in a neighborhood and it's 35 and will it not let you go over 45? Does well, it know? If you're in a 1982 Pontiac, it's not going to know <laughs> because there's no technology no. to tell the Pontiac what the speed limit is. Exactly. So anyway, interesting uh, question. Would you go for something like that? Would you support it? It will require cars and trucks that are manufactured or sold in California to contain what we call speed governors or speed limiters that physically prevent the vehicle from traveling more than 10 miles an hour above the speed limit. It'll still be illegal to go above the speed limit, of course, but it will be physically impossible to make the car go more than 10 miles an hour uh, over the speed limit. No, so, I don't like that. What if your wife's having her baby? Yeah. Come on. Yeah. Yeah. What if you have to go to the bathroom? <laughs> well, on. sure. Because there's always the exception <laughs> to other people's safety. <laughs> right? Haven't you thought Putting, that, though? Oh, absolutely. You've got to get to the bathroom and yeah. your speed, you got to get home. And yeah. you're like, if he pulls me over, that's the end of it. And I'm just going to, he's going to know why I was speeding. Because you're just going to tell him. You're going to tell him why right I was speeding. Right on your car seat. Yeah. This is why I was speeding, okay? It was totally legit. Yeah, look. I'm trying look to get, down oh, here. look what you've done. That is not my diet Dr. Pepper spilled <laughs> all over on my car seat, just yeah. so you know. Yes. Um, no, and I and again, I don't know how they would regulate that. There's no way to do it. You know what I mean? Yeah, there's no way to do it. Or, for that matter, how it would adjust. That's what I was thinking. Do they just, do it, Do they take the speed limit of the highway and say, okay, it's 70 across the whole state. There are no other highways that are higher than 70. Uh, we're only going to make your car, you can only, your car can only go 80. Or is it really going to adjust for every area that you're in? I think it would, cars that could, it would reach out and know what the speed limit was and govern it accordingly. Because your GPS does that, right? I mean, the GPS now Yeah, that's now what I'm could... saying. But there are so many cars that don't have that yeah. still. That those people would be like, I don't know where I'm at. It's not up for, it's not up, yeah. Doesn't pertain to us. Yeah. Yeah. And would they, then, if that lawmaker, for instance, gets any ground, gains any ground on this thing, for whatever reason, does that mean they have to require it then, and you have to go in with your older cars, and they have to put an aftermarket That is just not going to happen. Governor. That's not going to happen. You know what I mean? Nobody's going to put a governor on a 1982 Pontiac. <laughs> That's not going to happen. What if the governor pay? What if the government pays for it? What if the state pays I for it? I still don't do think it? people would do it. 
Uh, Bobby Goodwin says, we have governors on our school buses. We can't go past 70, 75 on some. Oh, really? And I've noticed um, um, there some, buses? some company cars have governors on them. They don't want their employees going over a certain speed. And so it will say, uh, it, I don't know that it says I can't drive 55, or yeah. but it says uh, my speed is controlled. I, uh, I can't remember what it says. But just so people know, don't get pissed off. Don't get off. pissed don't. off at me because I'm pedaling as fast as I can yeah. with what I'm allowed in my work vehicle. Right, right. Um, however, I don't believe this applies to the uh, school buses up in the Wasatch County area because I uh, passed a, a bus past me, actually, going around Deer Creek Reservoir. <laughs> I was like, wow, there's no governor on that sucker right there. Uh <laughs> And I was looking like, I'm hoping they're not hauling kids, but <laughs> they're just trying to get home for dinner or something like that. And now, a game that pits men against women. Play Battle of the Sexes with Dave and Deb. Call now to win. 385-292-1043. 385-292-1043. All right, the PBR coming to the Delta Center February 9th and 10th. We have tickets for Unleash the Beast. Uh, the first time uh, into the Delta Center on Friday and Saturday, February 9th and 10th. Top bull riders versus animal athletes for the most exciting eight seconds in sports. Ticket prices start at only 15 bucks. They're available at SeatGeek.com. Okay, right on. Morning. What is your name? Lisa. Lisa? Yes. Okay. Hey, Lisa, have you won in the last 30 days? I did. Okay. But I didn't get... The tickets didn't come in the mail. Well, not yet. I, I, no, that was, it <laughs> was you, like two you. weeks ago. Um, well, if you have one in the last 30 days, then you, actually, what you right. need, just real quick, we're, we're just trying to share the love. So we're going to go on to another caller, but call That's the fine. front office and find it. out what the crap. Okay. okay. <laughs> bye. All right. Okay. Bye. <laughs> Morning, the Z. What's your name? Matt. Matt. Uh, we'll just go ahead and throw it out to everybody to make sure that we're fair. Have you won in 30 days? I have not. Okay, Matt. All right, Matt, we'll get you a girl. Hold on. Uh, let's see if we can't grab uh, Morning the Z. What's your name? Bryson. Oh, dang. We're looking uh, for we need a girl. girly girl. Morning the Z. Who is this? I mean, you don't have to be a girly girl. I mean, you could be a tomboy girl, but you could be, you know. Who is this? Thanks, Dave. <laughs> well, I'm just trying to <laughs> clarify. But Morning the Z. Who is this? This is Bobby. Because somebody's going to go, well, they said that I had to be a girly girl and I don't do my nails or something. <laughs> All right, Bobby, have you won in 30 days? It's been just over 30 days. All right, All right you're Bobby, good to go. we're going to go first. Singer, Adam, okay. La- Singer Adam, La- Adam Lambert celebrates his 42nd birthday today. What iconic rock group does he sing with now? Rolling Stones, Queen, or Aerosmith? The Queen? It is Queen, yep. You got it. Matt, here's your question. Happy birthday, Oprah Winfrey. Her best friend, Gail King, is another anchor for what morning show? CBS This Morning, Today, or Good Morning America? Oh, geez. Let's go with B. A, CBS This Morning. All right, Bobby. Power outages in the U.S. are mostly caused by what? Lightning, squirrels, or fallen trees? Fallen trees. Squirrels. Here's your chance Girl? to... Damn those squirrels. Yes. <laughs> those darn squirrels are causing us to lose the power at our houses. <laughs> <laughs> there goes another squirrel. 
<laughs> yeah, but if anybody ever wants any fried squirrel, go out and take a look. It's underneath the power poles. Every time the power goes oh. off, another squirrel loses, gets its wings. That's right. It happened. I was a cable splicer, and that was our number one cause of people losing cable, is they would just make nests and chew through the lines. Oh, oh my gosh. wow. Yeah. And rats for the underground cables. Rats. Ooh. Well, that sounds like a fun job where you were crawling. <laughs> oh, no. Uh, yeah, right? Um, well, Matt, here's your question. Ariana Maddox, uh, Ari- uh, yeah, I guess so. That's how you'd say it. Uh, starts a run in the Broadway musical uh, Chicago today. What reality show made her famous? Was it Real Housewives of New Jersey, Vanderpump Rules, or The Bachelorette? Oh, crap. Uh, the Bachelorette. The Vanderpump Rules. So, All right, Bobby. Which of these fuels yeah. is in the tank for your gas grill? Butane, propane, oh, or ethanol? Propane? Mm. Yes. I know, right? Propane <laughs> and propane accessories. <laughs> okay, Matt. <laughs> Matt, yes, that is the yes, complete that would be the... answer. Thank you. <laughs> All right, Matt. Okay. All right, Matt. <laughs> Just for the fun of it, let's see what uh, you get on this last and third question. Which bone are babies born without? Pelvis. You know, I just learned this the other day when I read this. Uh, pelvis, kneecap, or shoulder blade? Kneecap? Yes. Wow. And believe it or not, it doesn't uh, Be careful become... with the baby, Bob. He doesn't have a kneecap. I know. And did you know that that uh, sometimes doesn't become fully developed until they're around five? Wow. Is that weird, right? Yeah. I had no Sending idea. Sending them off to preschool That's... with no kneecaps. Yeah. You yeah. be careful. I, I, I had to flash back to hold my son. I'm like, no, he had shoulders. And he and has a pelvis. No. So, <laughs> yeah, kind of there. It's true, right? And now all of the parents are going to go home and start filling their kids who are under five there to see if they have kneecaps or not. Look, Judy, he doesn't have a kneecap yet. Yeah, what's wrong with him? Well, he doesn't have on any the radio kneecaps today. <laughs> so I don't know why, but they don't have kneecaps. Anyway, just a fun little piece of information for you. Uh, we are back in just a little bit. Thanks so much for hanging out with you, so you guys. Uh, happy Monday to you if you want to put those two words together, all right? All right. Awesome. You too. Have thank, a good day. Thank you. You too. Let's uh, grab some more information from you, and we'll be right back. Hey, just like that, we're back, and Jim Bob's going to be heading in here to take over the midday stretch. More of the Strong VW Super Bowl Pool Contesting. And you have a chance to uh, walk away with uh, possibly thirty five hundred bucks in the uh, big when the big game happens here. Win your squares in the eight a.m., ten a.m., noon, two p.m., and four p.m. hours, and to get up on the board. Also, snag yourself a dozen buntinis from Nothing Bunt Cakes, uh, the Foothill Village store. Uh, we've also got the mystery sound coming up at ten fifty. <laughs> yeah, plus uh, that you know, of course, you can always grab all of the clues, uh, the previous guesses, and listen to the sound itself. Online as well at our website at Z104Country.com. Niners and the Chiefs. Been decided. Super Bowl 58. Whether you have a team in it or not, you can still win some cash with our Super Bowl pool sponsored by Strong VW. Fun, fun times. And uh, I know that some people are super disappointed. I mean, because uh, your team maybe didn't make it into the uh, Super Bowl, the big game. Um However, uh, it, did you hear some of the conspiracy theory crap going on? Oh, yeah. And, oh, my Always. gosh. 
with with anything you do, there's that going on. I mean, my wife played me um, the uh, a conspiracy theorist, and he ended up doing the whole freaking highlights of the game. So and so for the Ravens got this, and then uh, and then they went down and they scored, and then they then uh, uh, the Chiefs came back, and they I mean play by play to all the whole thing, you know, going. Yep, and this is what happened in the Detroit lot. And, and so I remember thinking, this is before yesterday's games, um, and I remember thinking, wouldn't that be funny? You know, uh, you know, I says, if first of all, if this person is spot on, he needs to be president. <laughs> right, absolutely. <laughs> because that but he was, wasn't, right? No, way, way, way off. off. I mean, obviously, because yeah. he went on to, yeah. But even down to they say that there are people out there trying to figure out the colors of the teams as well. Like, oh, did you notice that when there is the majority of a certain color in the Super Bowl lo- logo, then that means that team is not, not, yeah, and I mean, that, huh. it all boils down to that, but anyway, we're back at the crack. Tune in anyway. Come on, show's over. All right. Wrap it up.